Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Once again, Mid-Flight Brawl is brought to you by our mates at Heaps Normal, uh, delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beer. Maybe you need a break from the booze this winter. Perhaps you'd like to bamboozle your opponents while remaining sober in the fight you're going to have at a state of origin party when a cockroach gets lippy just before yet another classic come-from-behind victory. Maybe you want to whack on a stubby cooler and break up the work-from-home day, subtly letting colleagues know on a Zoom meeting that you're a dark horse while still getting the job done in those lonely afternoon hours at the study nook. Either way, go to heapsnormal.com and order yourself a cart and get free shipping around Australia with the code DUTYFREE. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf. At LAX. Thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the... Where the fuck is this crash talking to me? I hope this crash is... Out the fucking door! Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. I'm flying solo this week as Cody has made a mercy dash to his mate's wedding in Edinburgh where he's getting about chucking a sprint in a kilt with no Reg Grundies, among various other overt activities designed specifically to come across as more of a man. Uh, In local news, I'm headed to Brisbane Comedy Festival this week. They're preparing the fat calf as we speak to sacrifice as a celebration of my return to the homeland. Fairly close to full these shows, but some... Room for a couple of Nigel single ticket buyers, if you happen to be one of them. And there are some of you, I know, I've met you. Uh, there are quite a bunch of live shows on the horizon for Mid-Flight Brawl for the moment. Newcastle, June 3. And uh, while you're at it up there, stick around for friend of the show, Washi Ginsburg's NTN NNNN Live. Uh, I've been in, uh, along to see that in Sydney and it was ace. So, um, And if you're in the market for a triple threat, I'm filming my stand-up show that night at The Gal in Newey, the very same venue that you will have already been in. If you want to immortalise the back of your head, get along to that. Details are at Newcastle Comedy Festival website. Still tickets available for all these three shows, but not for long, I reckon. Don't leave it till the last minute. Um, any first-class patrons who feel like attending a live show, and this applies to all of them coming up, hit us up on the Patreon messages and we'll sort you out a ticket. It's one of the benefits of being a benefactor of the arts. Also, uh, shows in Brisbane coming up in July, one in Townsville as part of the Grapes of Mirth Wine Festival, but I don't think we're allowed to take people to that. That's not our gig. We're just custodians of a barrel shed for an hour or so. Uh, not a lot of else of note going on at HQ with that bozo off the clock. I'm working like a dog over here. Found time to grab a fresh pair of Ugg boots uh, once in every six or seven year event, and they are plush. Uh, they've got the the joint, the, the top of your foot. There's no seam down the centre of the top of your foot, which weakens the boot. It goes all around the outside there, 
round over your toes. So it's better for kicking, you know, disobedient animals or children or anything. I don't know, whatever's your thing. Not one to judge. Uh, next week, Cody's involved in some stupid radio prank record attempt. He can tell you all about that when he's back. I just vomited in my mouth thinking about it. Um, I'm not going to keep you too long at the beginning of this Perth live episode. It's bumper and grouse and features not one but two special guests, which is a concept we don't generally entertain as it swerves toward the comedians bantering about fuck all to test the goodwill of listeners who have been bashed to death by hordes of podcasters who are better at morning radio and various other forms of the commercial arts than the likes of me. Uh, thanks to everyone who turned up in the flesh, though, over there in Perth. It was a good turnout. show went pretty well, I think. Had a good showing at uh, at my stand-up as well. And none of you revealed yourselves screaming out podcast catchphrases, which I appreciate. Um, as usual, get onto Patreon if you want to support the continued making of this podcast and get yourselves access to extra episodes of the spin-off, spin-off show out fortnightly. Anyway, hope you enjoy our debut Perth live episode. See you next week. Welcome to Midflight Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Thanks very much for coming out. Perth. Yeah. Yeah. The home of Ben Cousins. Let's go. Yes. Loose. Um, How are you, mate? Pretty good. Good flight over. I blocked an improver on the plane. It was good. You know, What's an improver? Those guys, as soon as it lands, they jump up and run up the front. <laughs> Saw it happening. <laughs> they, up, they think the, him off. They think the seatbelt off is a starter pistol. Yeah. And they, <laughs> they're fucking going for gold. I stood up. I let everyone out in front of me. Go, no, after you, lady. You know. Let me get yeah. your bag, that sort of thing. It's good. It's a good yeah. day. It's a good day. Mate, come yeah. over to me. That's AFL, mate. That's a shepherd. In, yeah. in, in league, <laughs> that's obstruction. But you're getting into the game here. Hold down a fucking grub. Nice yeah. work. Um, you were supposed to be here last night. Didn't show Yeah, I was. Up. I was meant to have a gig here last night. And then uh, your favourite person in the world, Alan Joyce. Um, Great It's bloke. the only photo you have on your vision board. So... <laughs> Uh, big, big, even big profits over at Qantas. What they're not spending on is spare parts for a Dreamliner. Yeah, right. So I had to take that flight. Had radio yesterday. There was a flight at 3pm from Melbourne. Lands at 5. But it was one of those um, leaves from the international terminal. So you get yeah. to go through duty free and all that shit without, without yeah, going anywhere. No, no, no. You can just show your licence. Because okay. they know you're just going to Perth. Right. Um, and there was a there was a five hour delay. I've got to get the dinger ready. This is where Alan Joyce has cost his shareholders a lot of cash. <laughs> I was sitting in the lounge, obviously, being a Virgin and Qantas Platinum. Woo! I dress myself in Here's what uh, here's what I went through in my five hours: salt and pepper calamari, <laughs> bocconcini salad, four pork bow. Steam fish, fried chicken wings, a cheese board, one glass of champagne, three glasses of red, four Bloody Marys, and an ice cream sandwich. (laughs) Just yesterday you told me that you'd done something like 80 kilometres on your bike this week. I'm like, oh, that's great. You're not fucking outrunning that. Oh, no. (laughs) 
Absolutely not. Can't out-train a bad diet. Yeah. Non-proof of that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it would have been cheaper for Qantas to just fucking charter me a private jet yeah. than just let me sit in a room with free booze and food in it. Um, I managed to cop your mate Ric Flair on a show I watched recently, just mm. one of those fucking greed-themed American documentaries. And... <laughs> What was it about? It's about Rick. collectibles. He was verifying oh. the authenticity of some of his fucking robes or something. Rick and Flair it, was. Yeah, he had shares in a memorabilia. <laughs> for, and, and I've got to say, the woos—you wow. you can hear the bruises on his fucking organs when he's doing them. They've, they've lost. <laughs> they don't sound like that anymore. They just. Oh. <laughs> Good Having shares in a memorabilia firm, that is... That is the lowest. That's sad. <laughs> that is the lowest. That's the fucking lowest. Yeah, I've diversified my portfolio. I've got three jet skis, two greyhounds. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, we should kick in. We've got a pretty rampacked show, and it's a special show. Actually, mm-hmm. we'll see why halfway through. But um, we've, uh, should, we, should we kick off? We've got a couple of stories this week. Yeah. We four, in fact, if we want oh. to count them. But, oh, uh, yeah. Two big ones, and uh, they're your mate's. So first one this week is it's Thomas Cook flight. Oh, great. From uh, August 9, 2013. <laughs> uh, Beautiful. From uh, Constantinople, <laughs> Turkey to Belfast or Leninopolis oh. in uh, Northern Ireland. They used to produce a lot of linen in Belfast, if you're wondering. Um, before they started fucking blasting each other on a nightly basis, they, were, <laughs> they had quite a strong industry. They also made the Titanic, so they're not all stupid and useless, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> um, our mate today, is, his, his name's Michael Paul McGrath. Ooh. Say McGrath or McGrath? McGrath. I'd say McGrath, just because... Would you? Well, it's got a TH on the end. Yeah. Ooh, uh, Glenn McGrath. Yeah. Saying, ooh, uh, Glenn McGrath. That's what, a, <laughs> what a fucking turd he was. Um, <laughs> Other McGraths. Show, showing that a partner passing away doesn't trump killing an elephant and pro- posing next to it. No. You go, come on. <laughs> you, gotta, you need to lose a few yeah, partners the, yeah. before you can just start taking big game. <laughs> <laughs> what, you reckon like three and you get a free elephant? <laughs> you, get a fucking, yeah. you get a tusk on your wall yeah. for that. The weight of your dead wives needs to equal the amount of yeah, the weight yeah. of one... <laughs> couple of really big ones. You know, <laughs> um, this is why Perth's the best. In Melbourne, we would have already been booed out. Yeah. <laughs> we'd, be, we'd be on the ABC News. <laughs> oh, I've got to say, I've been here for a couple of nights. The gigs have been fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. They pretty much boo you off if you don't say retard and spastic. <laughs> it's, it's good. <laughs> um, Oh, I'll tell you what, another McGrath <laughs> I don't particularly appreciate is the real estate firm. You got them here? Or is that a New South Wales thing? McGrath Real Estate? That makes, oh, they spread. Fu- oh, I did a gig for them at Terrigal. Did I tell you this? Oh, yeah. You uh, hated them that much. So, well, I had a... <laughs> I, yeah, I'd no. still take their fucking money. Yeah. yeah, of course. Oh, I'm all for that. But it was, all for it. It was going awfully. Like it was te- I still have to do half an hour to corporate for McGrath Real Estate fuckwits. And... Um, <laughs> 11 minutes in, some local legend has run his car into a power pole down the road oh. and the whole grid's gone. Wow. Gigs off. They're apologising to me. <laughs> One of the best nights of my life. I, <laughs> I drove past the ambulance. I slowed yeah. right down. I, I wanted to get out and thank yeah. the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Best of luck, mate. Thanks very much for that. I've, uh, 
The fucking beauty. What they didn't know is, is that Heggie saw the gig, knew how it was going to turn out and had ordered an Uber to that exact destination. <laughs> Mate, I'm going to need to be picked up at speed at this pinpoint. <laughs> <laughs> well, our Michael Paul McGrath is from... Uh, are these bikes all right? Are they a bit tinny? Something funny? Do we need to Don't face know. away from each other? Or is that the speed? Oh, yeah. Don't oh, know. Okay. Should we go back to back like a rom-com? Oh. <laughs> um, our Michael McGrath is from Lurgan, County Amar. Lurgan, of course, part of the murder triangle, which includes Port, oh. Porterdown and Craigavon. We've, we've discussed this before, haven't we? They just all sound like nice whiskies. Well, <laughs> during the Troubles, which remains probably the best understatement <laughs> yeah. the world has ever yeah. been privy to, terrorism dressed up like a fucking frog in the throat. That's a... <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> It's like when Hitler started it's the muckabout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll tell you what, there's one famous alumni from Lurgan I found, County of Mar, is none other than Len Ganley. Len went oh, to Len. visit his sister in England in 1971, never went back, became a milkman, then a bus driver, and then, obviously, a snooker referee. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I... I dare say as a result of this sedentary lifestyle synonymous with bus driving snooker referees, diabetes was always on the cards. Oh, no. Uh, followed by a heart attack. Although he was a non-drinker, Len appeared in the Carling Black Beer advertisement. Fucking shameless. Shouldn't wow. be allowed. Shouldn't be allowed. Everything must go. Bit, bit like the reverse you. With, Hold on. Um, this is you, the real, real estate corporate money taker. <laughs> All right. Man, again, like Glenn McGrath, bit of time in between. <laughs> Don't start pointing fingers minutes after doing a corporate for a real estate uh, agency. Anyway, Michael, Michael McGrath, <laughs> was, uh, he was said to have been drinking heavily. He is a mick in every way, after all. Um, <laughs> a poultry 45 minutes into the flight, Michael was wandering around. You know how some drunks sit still, now, some a, get restless and wander around. By I the way, pretty incredible to wander, yeah. wander aimlessly on a plane with yeah. one aisle. Still fucking. <laughs> What's going on over here in this? Yeah, I don't know. That's a toilet. Ah, all right. Go yeah, down the front. Was... The door won't open. Ah, well, back to me seat. <laughs> he was wandering around aimlessly, so he pushed a member of staff in the back. They must have been wandering too slow or something. And um, became verbally abusive after they told him to sit down. And uh, I'm hoping it was a bit of a surprise back push. You know when you push someone to the back hard and they don't expect it, you get the next snap? Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're going to attack someone from behind, you might as well maximise. It sounds terrible on paper. <laughs> You'd best get your fucking money's worth and hurt them. Um, he kept refusing to sit down and started strutting up and down the aisle of the plane while trying to take his clothes off. Great. This is Conor McGregor before a fight. Fuck, I mean, yeah. Even if even if you're skinny, it's hard to do a you know catwalk striptease on a fucking plane. Mm. To, um, he told the crew to fuck off, <laughs> and a struggle ensued with staff and passengers trying to restrain him. Mm. Uh, Michael was lashing out using his head, hands, and feet. The big yeah. three, the Irish trifecta. Yeah. yeah. Uh, women and children were clambering over the seats to get away from him. Women, oh. women and children first. At all times. The air Titanic, um, yeah. <laughs> I thought they were getting around to watch. I go, now this is yeah. this is a flight I'm about. Form, form a circle. If I um, see a fight on a plane, I'm grabbing my four-year-old by the back of his T-shirt, go, watch this, mate. 
Look where mistakes are being made. Make yeah. sure you don't do this in the future. Don't I'm, try and fight from the window seat. You're in trouble. Oh, man. I'm going to find the socket set, take a few seats out so I can really kick off properly, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> um, using, a, using a restraint kit, they eventually managed to stop Michael. Kits... They've always got a useless fucking item in them, don't they? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've... Something useless, you just got too much of it at the factory so just chuck it in under the guise of value. Bit of a show bag. Like a, yeah, like yeah. a fucking nail file or something being there. I don't yeah. know. Um, well, that'd be pretty good I for I, a restraint. Well, I did wonder what it was when, when you bite the seal off a restraint kit because you've got to be in a hurry. Um, there'll be like a magnifying glass or some shit. It's like, <laughs> it's like, fucking, it's like Neapolitan ice cream. What the fuck is strawberry doing in there? <laughs> man, Useless. I don't know what's happened between strawberries being discovered and, and strawberry flavouring being invented. It's been a mistake. Same as yeah. bananas. Yeah. Fucking hopeless. Um, I think the strawberry ice cream inventor has nudes of the other two. Yeah. I'll fucking let these out. <laughs> you put me in your fucking kit. Um, well, on that, fruit and dairy. It's not a great combo, is it? It's never worked. Man, I don't, I'm, I'm, look at me. I don't mind fruit and nut chocolate. That's healthy. <laughs> Oh, okay. You, you call that fruit? Yeah. Okay. Fanta <laughs> is vitamin C. <laughs> fruit nut chocolate? You don't like not a fan? It's fine. I wouldn't call it fancy and I also wouldn't no, call, I wouldn't it, call fruit. it fancy. Or d'oeuvres anyone? I've got the Cadbury's fruit and nut house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little toothpicks in each square. <laughs> I, uh, I, think, I think fruit's a fucking stretch. That's fruit That's if you're in space. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, I found... Well, I can't call it sultanas and peanuts. Cadbury's. Well, fucking it's... should. It's no good. Um, standard content, if anyone's interested, of a restraint kit. Hold on. I'll get the dinger. You'll need it. Universal paramedic scissors. I don't know about these. Could, could be used against so, you, I reckon. Yeah. Um, although paramedic scissors, they're not like poultry shears or anything. They've got a blunt end. I don't know if anyone, any, any medical staff here who know. Oh, a few. They can cut a finger. Yeah, they could, but they're not can sharp they? on the end. They can't stab you. If they're new. Oh, if they're okay. new. Well, in the strength kit. They, well, I hope they're new in the new. kit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, this is where the old ones go. End of the... <laughs> They can cut off a... But they're only sharp on the inside. They're not sharp on the ends. Yeah, they're power. Yeah, you've got a strong, strong hand, though. If you're weak, they're not doing anything. <laughs> a, like, a child can't cut a fucking piece of paper with scissors. Useless. <laughs> um, two times, double loop handcuffs, half inch, vacuum sealed separately in a transparent TSO-approved pouch. Hold on. That, that's a lot of extra work. I know. You've already opened the kit. I know. It should be loose in yeah. there. Yeah. should shake w- it and hear the fucking handcuffs and shit in there. Yeah. They're all sealed. Um, use your scissors to cut, them, cut open the... Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking escape room. The first thing helps you <laughs> figure out the other bits. Same sort of thing. Two times tough tie, double lock, foot restraint, vacuum sealed separately and transparent TSO-approved pouch. Oh, Ditto. Fuck fucking man. pouches grow up. A lot of wastage. Um... I'm there's surprised a, that's, that's probably going to happen when the mask drops down. You know, there's a problem on the flight, it drops down, it'll be in a zip bag, and then you've yeah, got to yeah. connect another thing. <laughs> Where are the scissors? Look under your seat. Yeah. Uh, there's a chest restraint, am safe. Uh, that's just one of those extra seatbelts I already have for children and fats. 
Um, there is, actually, listen, mate, there's, there's fiberglass tape. Now we're cooking. Oh, and there's also, and this is, this is it, this is the one, tamper evidence seal. Oh, on, nice. Like not to seal off the fucking perpetrator or something. Go, no, for is, the bag. This is for his toe. No, for the bag, for the restraint kit. In brackets, spare included. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a spare tamper-proof <laughs> seal. That encourages yeah. tampering. Yeah. <laughs> if I were loading the unruly passenger restraint kits on board, I'd, I'd tamper with it by taking the scissors out and putting in a fucking can of pepper spray and some brass knuckles or something. Mm. <laughs> Sealed it back up. Not my fault. Um, anyway, even while restrained, Michael was still attempting to kick, punch, headbutt and shout. Makes you think, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, shouting the fourth musketeer. <laughs> what, a, what a weapon. Well, he's realised we are in a time when words hurt, so he's put the fist away. <laughs> I felt unsafe backstage, in yeah. fact, when you were saying some nasty things. <laughs> um, eventually, Michael has lapsed into unconsciousness slash blacked out from the drinking. <laughs> I'm, I'm sus of this, though. No, we've always said this. If someone's drunk on board, yep. keep serving them booze. Yeah, they didn't know. What I think they've done is put a foot on his throat or something. There was a, there was a boat there. When the plane landed last night, so it's already five hours late, we landed in Perth, it sat on the tarmac for 40 minutes. Mm. AFP came on to grab someone to take them off. I didn't know. I'd fallen asleep. Uh, I don't know if something had happened. Asleep at the wheel, mate. This but could have I, been. If I had... If I had to guess, if someone kicked off, there was a bloke with two hours before we boarded taking a piss in the lounge, forearm against the wall. Yeah. Like, legs spread like he's being frisked. Yeah. Like one of these ones, like... I've seen a dude with two hands on the wall doing that. (laughs) Um... Yeah, I reckon he's been assaulted by the like they've you know he's, he blacked out now he's got a fat lip and a fucking black eye. Yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> um, for the remainder of the flight, flight, Michael's airways had to be monitored. So definitely sus. That's a fucking stacks on. Um, the cat got requested nothing in there for that in the restraint kit. People to stack on someone. No, to clear the airways. Oh yeah, piece of hosepipe or something. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you? you what? Well, you just use your fingers, don't you? Yeah. We'll go back to you. You're talking about. (laughs) You're now our medical expert. Punch them in the throat until something comes out. (laughs) 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 The the captain requested to be met by police when the plane landed. Paramedics had to treat him and get him back to consciousness so they could arrest him. Oh, that's. He got, he got carried off the plane. That's a fuck off. And imagine waking up to that. (laughs) That's what I feel about. You know, Narcan? You know, the opioid reverser, so it's what they give people that have a heroin or fentanyl overdoses. They give them Narcan, they wake up. Oh, yeah. And that's, they're generally just looking at cops going, you took heroin. You go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Could have just let me die in peace. Now I'm, uh, <laughs> now I'm in trouble. <laughs> uh, getting to the bottom of the real problem here, Michael told the police that he'd also taken his father's prescription painkillers. Nice. So that's what's at fault here. They, they took him to the hospital oh. uh, to be examined, but he was discharged later that day. During police interviews, Michael stated that because he'd had so much alcohol in his father's medicine, he couldn't remember what happened during the flight. I haven't, I haven't By seen the way, all... I love that he's dropped painkillers to medicine. Yeah. <laughs> <When> he's... <laughs> painkillers got a bit yeah. of a ring to it, doesn't it? He, um, 
I, I haven't seen a lot these days of people get, just getting maggot and forgetting the charitable acts they perform <laughs> while under the influence. <laughs> it's like that, like that um, social media post I told you to take down when you made me... T- <laughs> You made me take a photo of you giving five dollars to a homeless <laughs> and a, <laughs> a big bunch of flowers. Yeah. So mate, that's a bit much. Take it yeah. down. To his credit, he did take it down. Um, so wrong filter, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Michael's lawyer stated that both Michael and his family were wholly embarrassed uh, by the incident. He issued an apology to the crew and uh, passengers, even though it wasn't really him. It was his dad's drugs. Oh, of course. And, and yeah. memory loss at fault here. Uh, the complete list of Michael's charges oh, shit. that he was facing. The dinger's busy. Endangering the safety of an aircraft, behaving behaving in a disorderly manner, interfering with cabin crew, being drunk on a plane, failing to obey a lawful command, and a further six counts of common assault on cabin crew. Oh. They've just... What's that about? Has he assaulted six of them, you reckon? Or there's like every punch is a fucking charge now? Is that what's happened? Oh, you in think? In the nanny state. You can't have fucking punched six crew. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think there are six. Next. Yeah. Maybe there were flight attendants that are, you know, where they, what's it called, with dead leg or whatever, when they're just oh, on yeah. the plane flying to start their shift in another spot? Deadheading. Spot of deadheading. Oh, you see, a, you see some epaulettes and go, fuck, I'm having that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um... What do you reckon temporary amnesia and Michael's dad's painkillers got for punishment? Well, I, I think just based on the fact that there's so many charges against him mm. and that's all he's got, I, I have to assume he's in jail for a little, I want to say, 18 months. Well, I like the Kelly G. He's sentenced to five months in jail. Oh, there we go. That's in, not bad. In Belfast, though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's dog years. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In. <laughs> bit of bit of follow up, bit of where are they now? Uh, in February, it's not going to uh, be great. Twenty twenty two, Michael was imposed with a four month custodial sentence, a twelve month license disqualification for having no insurance, a seventy five pound fine for not displaying his L plates. Oh fuck yeah, nice. That's a that's fucking you. How old is he? That was me. Thirty ish by now. Fuck, what a loser. Um, <laughs> I got mine at 31 like a man. Thank yeah. you very much. Sir. And a 75-pound fine for, for being an unaccompanied L driver. Yeah, what? So you're not going to put the plates on, are you? Um, police pulled Michael over after seeing what seemed to be a drug deal in a parking lot. Oh, great. I, for one, have never seen anything looking like a drug deal that wasn't a fucking drug deal. Yeah. Um, Trying to bo- buy more of Dad's medicine for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they also took his car. And you take a car off a bloke like Michael, you're probably saving his life. It's like taking a gun out of a child's hand. <laughs> it's a fucking hoon. Um, I think it's time, mate, that we... Yeah, uh, we're, we're doing something a little bit different today here, Perth. We've, uh, the Perth Comedy Festival is on at the minute and that means there's a lot of comedians in town. And there's one thing that comedians love doing, or good ones anyway, and that is getting maggot and getting in trouble on a plane. Yeah. And here to tell you about one of their stories about getting in trouble, give it up for Chris Winehouse. Is he fucking... Chris? Has he gone for a dart? Oh, no, he's sashaying. He? He's sashaying oh, very, very slowly. Jesus, down come there. on, man. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hello, You're people. Right, mate. We're going to we're gonna have to sort that out in the edit. That was fucking too long. That was too long. I was, I was wedged in. 
So how are you guys? So thanks for no, having me. We'll spread Let's it come, out. Mate. We'll spread it out. Conrad will make it longer. Okay, yeah. Not the silence. We'll spread out the applause over maybe a minute and a half. Um, we've been hanging out for the last few days, mate. It's been a lot of fun. Very good. Uh, this morning we were in a sauna discussing some issues you've had. My first sauna. First ever sauna. Yeah. Heggy turns up to a sauna, by the way, with a, he's got a bottle of water and he brings some little eucalyptus oil. And you don't have your sauna hat today. No, I forgot He's it. normally got a little Russian... Have you seen little Russian sauna hats mm. to keep the brain cool? <laughs> he's got one of those. It looks like a little... Uh, tea cosy. Yeah, tea cosy, it does. Mm. But he's always got a bottle of water and some eucalyptus oil and you've got to fucking go up to everyone in the sauna. Is it all right if I put this on? Yeah. Well, not you two losers. There's one other guy in there. Had to ask him. Anyway, it's quite pleasant, no? It was quite Feel pleasant. Relaxed. It was, yeah. It's felt like a koala. <laughs> it was, uh, felt like a koala. You fucking smelt like beer. <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah, I was pretty hungover. That was, uh, that sweated straight out of me. But, um, so my story uh, for the aeroplanes. Yes. Um, it wasn't a <laughs> mid-flight fight or anything, but uh, it got very close. Uh, I was leaving... Perth to go to Melbourne. It was yeah. midday. And uh, I, was, I was a bit hungover. This this group of Darrow's jump on. They're just <laughs> fucking awful people. Red, white, blue One bags. of them took a shit before we even got to the tarmac. Who does that, right? Like, <laughs> oh, what? Who gets onto the plane and needing shit. a shit? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> before we went. It's like, ah. Oh. So I knew I wasn't going to like them. And, there were no um, toilets anywhere on the ground. No, there's none. They've been there for, you've got to be there two hours or an hour before, right? So yeah. you, could, you could knock one out. But um, so Shitting on a plane, by the way, is never anyone's first I choice. I never do it. That's I, no one's favourite. Yeah. You know, well, some do you need a shit? Is. Yeah, I might not got a flight this summer. Unless it's, yeah. <laughs> unless it's long haul, like I can hang on. Yeah. But anyway, um, <laughs> let's not, I'm not here to talk about <laughs> that. But um, so it's one of those planes where there's two seats on this side, there's an aisle, then there's like a fucking ton of seats, and then there's two seats again. You know those big yeah, planes yeah. with the two aisles? So I'm on, 30, I'm on the aisle near the window, uh, well, the two-seat one. I've yeah. got the aisle seat and there's this big line here and this dude just like, just as we take off, just pulls his shoes off and just chucks, lies these dirty John Butler-esque feet. Just right. <laughs> oh. Disgusting, yeah. dirty fucking feet, right? Yeah. I've seen better feet on cigarette packets. <laughs> right? like it's, it was... It was awful. <laughs> and, uh, but I didn't say anything. I was like, ah, you know. It's You're better fucking, than me. Here you are, here you are. No, I'd be going, no, oh. no, trying to pull the At red first, handle. I was a bit hungover. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, putting your life jacket on. It's, um, but uh, when the meals came out and I was still fucking there, like oh, I'm no. just, they're right here. And I was like, dude, you got to fucking point those idiots somewhere else, right? Like it's, <laughs> it's just disgusting. And uh, and then his, he gets angry. His dad gets fucking angry. He's like a twenty-four-year-old dude. His there was the whole fucking disgusting family was there. <laughs> it was uh, yeah, they were. But what just... sort of dad doesn't go put your fucking shoes on? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, that kind of dad. Yeah. Right. Um, that's me. Put your fucking shoes on. You've got to get to yeah. kinder. Yeah. And he's like, oh, fucking calm down. It's like I'm ju- I'm just having a sleep. This is at fucking lunchtime. <laughs> who who needs a nap at fucking 12, right? 
So, uh, yeah, I'm like, just get your fucking feet out. And then the hostess comes down. I go, can you get this guy to point those fucking idiots somewhere else? Um, <laughs> and then so she said, get your feet down. And kind of not, like, I'm going to. I'm going to embellish here. <laughs> then he stood up and I fucking knocked him out. <laughs> and but this shouted, is one of let that be a lesson to anyone. This is a karma story. Like, every, like, you know, you have threatened a lot of people with violence and oh, I love it. And they, gr- they've always deserved it. I grew up in the 70s. And yeah, I, I, I love the under, there was an underlying threat of violence which kept everyone polite. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you didn't fuck with people. Because they'd punch you. Yeah. <laughs> Say, oh, this. <laughs> no harm, no foul. Yeah. But now, yeah. Would you, would like if he, would you kick fuck out of him on a plane at risk uh, of having I to like, get off? I like the idea of it. Um, <laughs> because I'm not a great fighter, but there's there's not much room. Yeah. Like he can't run around. Oh. So it's just toe to toe. I like yeah. that kind of fighting. It's just Close punches. Quarters. Like, yeah. Mm. Just toe to toe punching. I'd, I'd be into that. Uh, none of that, do you none still, of that grappling do you still keep a, bullshit or coming from the side. Do you still go real? Do you still keep a pocket full of sand like you used to for fights? <laughs> <laughs> no, dirty, it's dirty cocaine, po- <laughs> <laughs> MDMA. <laughs> They're just rubbing their nipples, and I'm just going in for this. <laughs> yeah. Their Mate, guard is down. You say, you say that. I used to play gridiron in Melbourne and the juniors team. One of the kids, Nathan, went to jail for life for murdering someone by setting them on fire. Nathan. Um, that is a life sentence, though, if I've ever heard one. Like, that should be life. His mate, Cal, turned, yeah. up, turned up one day to train and goes, sorry, I'm late, guys. I got stabbed. Someone tried to steal my bike. And that same guy, <laughs> one day, it's like a Sunday morning. We're playing juniors gridiron. We're all about 16. Comes in the huddle and he's like, boys, this is going to be a great day. Nathan, I just took Eckies. <laughs> There's not a least, less gridiron drug than ecstasy. No. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't play on Eckies. That's a long tackle, Kelvin. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, we've got another Mipla my... brawl story coming up. You want to stick around? Oh, yeah, yeah, man, I'll yeah, stick yeah, around. Well, I'll maybe fight like. some people on the way out. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Get out of his fucking way. If it's way in the aisle... <laughs> Always fight in the aisle. Um, aisle, yeah. These, fight in the seat. These couple of stories we got today, they are not specific to Perth. Um, oh. Well, it's a bit hacked to be ripping into Perth. Fucking great, as we've been mentioning. Actually, talking of the shit on the plane, there was there was an interesting uh, article just came in about a Landlarican's alumni, none other yeah. than Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant, your other hero. Who uh, Andre the Giant once... A lot of uh, wrestlers wrote a story, uh, got together and they, they were reminiscing about a story where Andre the Giant left passengers unable to breathe, ganking and crying after taking, in quotes, world's biggest poo on plane. <laughs> oh, my God. So I mean, that's a, bad, but imagine were... crying. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but it, it's not... Any time. Yeah, it's uh, not emotional that. crying, it's cutting onions crying. Oh, I okay. You reckon? <laughs> Just burning eyes. Yeah, yeah. So they're on a 14-hour Boeing 747 trip from Tokyo to the US and uh, the seven-foot-four Frenchman, uh, <laughs> he's gone to the bathroom and this is bad. When, when, you're, when you're copping flack over your shit from a wrestler named Brutus Beefcake, <laughs> he said... The sound coming out. I've never heard anything like it. The sounds that are coming out of there. The smell started coming forward. 
the back of the plane had a lot of people. There were people falling out of their seats and into the aisles. Gagging, puking, crying, screaming. Screaming? That's a bit much. <laughs> and then we, the wrestlers, were all falling on the floor, laughing ourselves sick. Oh, man. I couldn't breathe. He must have half filled up a garbage bag full of shit. Oh. <laughs> and Brutus... <laughs> They asked him, what was he eating? And Brutus said, well, he'd eat 20 pounds of food per city. So would shit 20 pounds. And Andre was also known to be able to drink 108 beers in 45 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> also, he's quite partial to Matus Rosé, if you recall. Yeah. <laughs> he'd knock off a fucking case of that. That's insane. That's uh, awful. That's there an is, awful story. <laughs> there is a, a, a stereotype that larger men do have to battle their whole lives. And if you see one coming out of a toilet, like, oh, fuck. Like, it's... You know, it's, I mean, stereotypes exist for a reason, though. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, big guy shits. Just move. Mm. But I can't assume vegan shits are much better. I assume <laughs> vegan shits and smoked barbecue meat lover shits are just... The, it's a bad time. Yeah. They're not taking tapered ones, you know? <laughs> Whereas mine are beautiful. Well, there's um, also... Yeah. Peggy, you may have said there was a vegan passenger cracked the shits. They were on a KLM flight. Uh, going from Africa to London, going to Ghana, from Ghana to London. And uh... quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. They asked for a vegan hot meal mm. and they were just given some nuts and fruit. Great. Hope the FA just farted on the nuts. Yeah. <laughs> what, you, what else do you want, you clown? Well, she's complained straight away, which I didn't, I didn't know. I understand if you want to make a complaint, but this person was a motivational speaker. Yeah. So if anyone had the tools to get through that gruelling experience, you think it would have been the motivational speaker. <laughs> but it was a vegan work. motivational speaker. Yes. <laughs> That's a big difference. Yeah. <laughs> well, they don't take their work home with them, motivational speakers, from what I've seen. Oh, to, to, fucking whinges. Tony Robbins, Tony Robbins, your favourite one, mm. with the big teeth. He's about six foot eight and he sits in economy, which makes me hate him so much. He's got, he's got gigantism. He, but he's a billionaire just fucking up whoever's in the middle. Yeah. You know? Pretty and they'd probably point. be pretty annoyed and he'd go, you should read this book. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, our case for this, it's yet another pikey, uh, on Air Lingus. It's always good for laughing. Oh. Yes. Bit of national anthem for Ireland there. Oh yeah, I think I think it's it's, it's, it's as good a time as any now to come back for a, for a classic crash. Um, oh no. <laughs> we're looking at uh, the year 1968. Oh fucking hell, that's a long time ago. Yeah. And, uh, Busy on the buttons. This happens to be a Vickers Viscount. Nothing good starts with Vickers Viscount, does it? On what is that? It's a plane, the Vickers Viscount. No, it's you know not. This one? It's like a no. fucking Haviland. Oh, Anything really? with that in it, you know what's coming. What, 68? 
1968, yeah. Is that like a DC-10? Yeah, Is that that kind of era? Yes. Vickers sounds like one of those ones where you wear the brown leather helmet that covers your ears. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Muttley's in the back having a laugh. Yeah. Uh, this is the Tuscar Rock air disaster, Cork to London. 57 passengers and four crew perished. Oh, no. As the report said. Like a comet, oh. <laughs> the speed so, yeah, that's awful. Yeah. I miss them. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> perishing, perishing's well. fucking, perishing's worse than death. Oh, Jesus. When <laughs> similar result, just God can't like, eat you. Yeah, it's... <laughs> It's like being, now, de- you know, when you can get a pet put down or get it destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> like that's that next yeah. level shit, isn't it? No. Like putting down is too good for that cunt. And I don't, <laughs> I'm going to destroy it. I think. Sorry, are we allowed to say that word on here? Yeah. yeah oh, okay. Sure, I think. Mean. I think all cats, uh, birds, golden retrievers, Labradors, they get put down. Pit bulls get destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If you bite a child, you're getting destroyed. Yeah. Just fucking, does yeah. anyone know how long a pit bull lives if it dies naturally? I don't think they do, do they? <laughs> <laughs> no. There's no way of telling. No. Yeah. Fucking jaws of life to get a baby's head out of it. <laughs> um. Anyway, in this, in this crash, there were persistent rumours abounding about British military exercises in the area maybe being the cause of the crash, just an errant missile or something. Um, <laughs> an investigation went for decades. You know how paddies love to investigate the English. They're, all, they're still narking on at that. Aren't they? Um, the British got involved in the investigation and uh, the final conclusion, obviously, was nah, it was incompetence. Paddies, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> a couple of... Couple of fucking pikeys behind the wheel. <laughs> Probably pass around a bottle of Buckfast in the cockpit. <laughs> Case closed. Anyway, this this incident isn't that. That was a crash. This is uh, this is Air Lingus Flight One One O, November 10, 2014. Ooh. Okay. And and it's going from New York to Shannon. Oh yeah. <laughs> Shannon Airport? They, they sometimes... Do you, mean, do you mean the Shannon Airport? Welcome to Shannon Airport. <laughs> Home of the Wild Atlantic Way, well, Shannon. I mean, they do sometimes get actual arrivals at Shannon. Usually that's where, that's where they... <laughs> they divert to there because there's a fuckwit on a plane. It's the first okay. port, yeah, of it's, course, the la- it's the last place uh, in Europe where planes can divert to or flights coming from America can land, the first spot they Okay, can land. I feel like I'm getting in some in-joke here because it's from where I am... Nothing funny. But everyone Shannon. laughs. Everyone's laughing. Oh, so well, just yeah. I'm just going to pretend. <laughs> <laughs> no, we told him all before. We'll go, Wayne House is coming up. He doesn't know about the pod. We say, Shannon, you will laugh. He'll be embarrassed. Yeah. 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 Set you up. It's a ruse. <laughs> I think we've had enough of Chris Wayne House. Yeah. <laughs> One more time for Chris Wayne House. <laughs> 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 we had to divert the pod to Shannon quickly there. Yeah. <laughs> Get that fucking Kiwi off so we can continue. Um, we're looking, our, our culprit today is uh, Dolores O'Riordan, 42 year old. Oh, Jesus. Dolores is a, she's a Weird, lilting. The, the youngest Dolores. Mm, oh. Oh. Not for Ireland. She's, yeah. a, she's a lilting mezzo soprano singer from oh. Limerick. Oh. 
sounds like that limerick you told me. There was once was a girl called Dolores. <laughs> Still, uh, uh, lead singer of the Cranberries. <laughs> what a voice. Mark. I love them. They're the... Cranberries and uh, the Cores, yeah. uh, somehow they hogged all the hot Irish women in two bands. Yeah. I don't know. It's nonsense. It's like gobbledygook, though. You don't come really understand <laughs> what's going on. I thought, that, I thought their smash hit Linger was about a fart. I've never known it to... <laughs> <laughs> like the concept of lingering, I've never heard it refer to anything else. <laughs> it was a bit like Wayne House there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get bashed after this. <laughs> hey, he's gone. Um, <laughs> during her flight from New York to Shannon, um, they, uh, she was verbally and physically abusive toward the crew. Um, Dolores had had a couple of shandies. If I had to guess, it would have been at Tegan Irish Bar at JFK Airport <laughs> where you can get a giant soft pretzel with mustard and cheese, the, uh, oh, the re- traditional Irish food. And, and I now know what happened to Andre the Giant, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretzels with mustard before, oh, and hot cheese. Uh, well, if you're doing a turd that big, you probably make some <laughs> on the way out too. Man, the, um, you say that it, it says a lot about my parenting. A couple of months ago, my four-year-old called me into the toilet. He goes, "Dad, Dad, have a look!" And I came in, and he's pointing at his shit, and he'd just done one big shit, and he goes, "C for chips." <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> And that is one way to learn how to spell. Yeah. <laughs> the M uh, and W words are going to be difficult. But the <laughs> the, uh, the reviews are in on Tegan Irish Bar. Not None. good. <laughs> Some Irish Americans are offended at their beautiful heritage being used as a marketing tool for a substandard restaurant. Um, chefs walked off the job, at least on two separate occasions I read about. Jeez. Um, no prices on the menus. Sluggish service. They abuse you in front of everyone if you don't tip. Standard <laughs> stuff. Also, you can't have no prices on the menu at an Irish pub. Yeah. I Just, have, you well, can't have <laughs> how much the ma- how much is the mashed potato at market price? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fucking not lobster cunt. Come on, just uh, Dolores, she would have been fine though, just needed a couple of pints to wash down some pills. Uh, during her mid-air episode, Dolores stamped on flight attendant Carmel Coyne's foot. They need fucking steel caps, don't they? You can, I looked at it, you can get steel capped high heels. Really? I mean, little blokes wear them on building sites so they don't get teased at big lunch, but it's, it's not always boots. You can get nicer looking shoes that have a uh, steel cap. In yeah, fact, wow. I got a pair of steel cap KT twenty sixes. Oh, really? For when I go to concerts and stuff, the, they don't know you got steel caps on. You can kick the fuck out of someone in there. <laughs> Everyone's a winner. Um, upon landing, the police tried to arrest her, but she resisted. Oh she, no! You know what she said? She said, "Couldn't stop her like a zombie." Oh, oh, you're not on fucking triple M now, mate. <laughs> Let's play a song. <laughs> She told them that her taxes paid their wages. Oh, no. It's <laughs> not wrong. And she shouted, I'm the queen of Limerick, I'm an icon. <laughs> Fuck. It's like you scream when you cross the Werribee city limits. <laughs> then she, she head-butted one guard. Oh, and she spat, Very queen-like. She spat yeah. on another. Yeah, just wow. what the Queen does. Yeah. 
Uh, she later told the media that she'd been stressed from from living in New York hotels following the end of her 20-year marriage. So there's the culprit. Realistically, ex, ex-husband Don Burton should have been dragged before the courts <laughs> for his part in this drama. Also, uh, you can't just fucking blame New York hotels being by yourself. Home Alone 2, great can. film. Yeah. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin having a blinder. And as an E turned out superbly. Yeah. <laughs> as all child actors do. Her family also saw the signs of bipolar disorder, which she later revealed she'd been diagnosed with. If only the flight crew and the passengers and the police had taken the time to see the signs. <laughs> Uh, judge Patrick Durkin, remember him? He, he said oh, that at the at Shannon Shannon Courts, sh- yeah, Shannon Courts. He's busy. He said that to criminalise Mrs. O'Riordan would not be just and would be unfair after concluding that she was suffering from a severe mental illness oh. at the time of the incident. He Dirks. wants concert tickets. <laughs> <laughs> well, he fucking he, same judge who goes light on crime. We saw him about a month ago on this very podcast, and uh, he jailed a bloke for spitting all over a holding cell when COVID was at its most. Trendy. Um, <laughs> Dolores has spat on someone, a pig no Which less. Which is now, now COVID's fucking US military don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. It's gone to that now. Yeah, it's gone it's back to don't worry about it. Ridiculous. Uh, they, they, I mean, I thought if you spit on a pig, they're allowed to just punch your head in, no? Yeah. Well, fucking where I'm from. Fair's fair. Um, the judge agreed to dismiss all charges as she apologised in writing to those she injured and contributed £6,000 to the court poor box. Kachikity fucking ching, leprechaun dollars for Dirks. <laughs> Bang, the fucking till rolls out, put six grand in there, thanks, Dolores. Uh, Carmel Coyne, the flight attendant, was out of work. It, what, what does the court need a, a fucking poor box for? It's like a priest trying to... Look at this gold gavel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carmel Coyne... Flight attendant, out of work for seven months following the incident for getting a foot stamped on. Fucking hell. Come on. Yeah. That's a bit much. It is. Dolores apologised to her in a statement. Carmel is lovely. I know Carmel a long time from flying over and back transatlantic since I've had the wee babies in the buggies. So chuck the fucking kids in there, see if Mm. you get a bit of status. I really like her. She knows for a fact that it was an accident with my metal shoes. (laughs) And there were bad people having too much booze roaring at me. And I'm backed up and stood on her foot by, by an accident like a child in the playground. I'm sorry, Carmel. <laughs> She's throwing kids in there a lot. Fuck yeah, To Carmel. take the sting off, I stomped on your toes when I was a maggot. Yeah. I Carmel. prefer that. That is, and again, I bring him up, Ben Cousins, what I love about him, has never said Out mental health. Yeah. He's never once said it. And is on paper a real case for bad mental health. Yeah. Because I was just having a blinder and it went too far. Yeah. Can't I mean, even call the much. mother of your kids 10,000 times in a weekend anymore before. <laughs> Sorry for checking in. <laughs> I mean, like you say, pretty much, if you know what mental illness is, you haven't got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Carmel did not accept this gracious press apology. Oh, no. Um, interestingly, though, the, the Cranberries, they sold 40 million albums worldwide. Hmm. And then in 2018, Dolores went to London and uh, checked in to uh, the Mayfair, I believe. The Hilton Park Lane Mayfair. Take a trip on the boardwalk, Dolores. Advanced token all the way to Mayfair. Mayfair American Monopoly is just the boardwalk. Is that just oh, is it? As in under the... Oh. Um, <laughs> 
Dolores, <laughs> she was found dead. Oh, no. In her hotel tub. That is drastic. Um, over a fucking footstomp. After accidentally drowning. She oh, drowned. I know which one to play then. Like a castle built upon a sandy She she drunk too much alcohol and taken prescription drugs, but nothing untoward in the toxicology in that realm on the drugs. On the plus side, though, ten... we cut her open. Turns out Irish. Yeah. <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> um, but every cloud, though, ten million album sales followed. Oh, people are funny like that, aren't they? They just straight in. I I ended up down a little rabbit hole here and found some. Sage advice on how to fake your own death. I don't know how it ended up there, but like, because <laughs> you think, oh, if you did that, you're going to make a fucking mozza. Like, yeah. if you, you know, you're going to go well. Fuck, you really need to sell. I know you, I saw the pencils out there. Yeah. I didn't know you were going to try and kill yourself to sell the rest of them. <laughs> I, know, I know you ordered would, too many Luke Heggy pencils. <laughs> they would go up in value, I tell you. Um, still the ultimate in human endeavour, though, isn't it? Faking your death. More so now when, than ever. By the way, when someone dies, I think there's no better time to just torrent their stuff. That's when you illegally download it. Well, then, I don't want well, their kids having it. Get a job, you lazy cunt. Yeah. <laughs> your mum made the great song. Fuck off. I mean, it's, it's too long to go into here, but on, on um, a bloke has thought a lot about it and written out some bullet points on Quora. Um, <laughs> Quora is the, uh, if you've got a question... Is it? ..and no friends or family, just put it onto the internet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much amassing cash on the sly. That's your biggest uh, head start on, on um, faking your own death. Ransacking your own house, leaving your wallet, phone and ID all in different locations to, in jurisdictions to confuse the filth. They don't know. And uh, bloody some clothes is what he said as well. Maybe even cut a finger off for good measure. There we go. So, yeah. Paramedic scissors. In the kit. Um... <laughs> Have a halfway city, which is not your final destination, and go there and pay a homeless who looks like you for their ID. Wow. Uh, get a shit job. Easy for you. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you're 90% of the way yeah, to yeah. fake dead. I know. <laughs> That's why you've come to Perth. <laughs> no show on tonight. Get a shit job for three to six months. Leave abruptly for your dream spot. Find another homeless who looks like you. Pay them for their ID. Finish this by saying, whatever your problems are, they're nothing compared to being on the run. So, <laughs> anyway. What a, <laughs> what a fucking loser. Uh, you'd, be, you'd be able to last a while, though, I think. How so? On what? the, on the, on the lamb. Or fake death. Because you're quite good. You've done those solo bike tours of Tasmania and New Zealand. Yeah. Just sitting by yourself. Oh, it's not the loneliness that gets them. It's technology that gets them. Yeah. And stupidity. But again, technology hasn't gotten you yet. No. <laughs> and, and it's everywhere. And, yeah. And you haven't gotten it. So yeah. I don't think that's the hurdle. <laughs> I reckon you'd be uh, all right. Yeah, I don't know. Not, I don't think so. I think you're fucked. Yeah. It's, there's no way. No one's doing it anymore. <laughs> you don't know. It's a shame. <laughs> We'd, we would know. They, they can't get away with it. So no one even attempts it. So was it Olivia Newton-John's husband tried it? Did he? Yeah. Was it a fake his own death? Oh, yeah, maybe. I've, I've rings a bell. I don't know. Does anyone know about that? <laughs> yeah, out. Fuck. No ONJ fans. Huh? Um, 
Anyway, I feel like we're gone. Yeah. You know, Dolores didn't do any such thing. It was bloody, you know, board's good for business though. Um, you know who don't die in baths? Anyone between about 2 and 45. Yeah. I've never seen it. Uh, it was it was booze. Yeah. So don't drink and bathe anyone. Um, especially if you end up at 3.3 on the blood alcohol volume scale. Oh, 0.33? It is, but that's between the two of them. It's bipolar, so. Like, <laughs> 1.6, 1.65. Yeah. Two um, personalities, both can't swim. Oh, <laughs> what a bummer. Uh, I'm gonna, we're going to round up here and then have our next little special guest. But Carmel Coyne's still trying to get a slice from the estate. Flick her some fucking cash, will you? 10 million oh. sales. Give Carmel. Yeah. A couple of Band-Aids and some 10 grand or something. <laughs> Carmel's also suing the airline for good measure. Don't know how that works. Can Just you going s- everyone. Yeah, fucking hedge your bets. Um, <laughs> we've got another quite violent guest, though, <laughs> who's, to round out the episode, special treat. Like Nick said, there's a lot of comedians in town and a few of them. Um, I mean, it's not a very diverse lineup. I've got to say, and there's a reason for that. The people who look like this generally are the ones who get in fights <laughs> and have trouble oh, on planes. But he is maintaining victim status. But could you please give it up for Lawrence Mooney? Yeah. Well. <laughs> Fuck. It's in, uh, it's, oh, sorry, mate. One yeah, sec. Oh, there you go. Fucking passive aggressive bullshit. <laughs> oh, just push your fader up. <laughs> what is this? What a look. Uh, interesting that you introduced me as yet another violent guest because yeah. um, yeah. in 2010 I won the Piece of Wood Award at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, which is a peer voted award. And uh, then the next year, the recipient, you pass it on to the new recipient. Mm. And in 2011, Chris Winehouse. Oh, wow. Won the piece of wood. So I was up there to present it to him and Greg Fleet, uh, who struck the award, uh, everyone's favourite junkie, um, (laughs) who I saw recently at the Adelaide Fringe Festival and he has blown out. He's put on 30 kilos. He's fatter than Cody. And uh, (laughs) I said, fuck me dead, Fleety. 30 years on the horse and the cheese is going to get you. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway... (laughs) So uh, he goes, um, last year's a recipient of the piece of wood, uh, Lawrence Mooney is here to present the new winner. And uh, so I said, and the winner is Chris Waynehouse. And Fleet, he goes, oh, wow, what a, what a great legacy. Two of the most violent men in comedy. <laughs> I said, I'll fucking use this piece of wood on you, you, well, you junkie fuck. Funnily enough, um, <laughs> Waynehouse, after winning the award, because you get to vote on it once you've won it. He threatened some people in there, so I won it after that. Either. Oh, wow. He threatened them with violence. That's how I won. And, <laughs> and in turn, I've been threatening people since. That's been about five and, years ago. And uh, you were telling me last night about being uh, bashed by Queensland police. So yeah. as, a, as a great kind of <laughs> through line of bashing or being bashed here. Well, a near bashing uh, occurred on a plane. You were telling yes. me about Yes. Um, I'm a... Expert on aircraft disaster. So when you were talking about yeah. aircraft disaster, there's an author called MacArthur Job, and he has written four volumes of aircraft disaster. That's the name of his book, and oh. I have read them all, and so I am across them all. Yeah, just wait for the movie, like he did. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I've watched a bit of aircraft disaster, and I'm I'm a bit jealous that I didn't do the show because I I like oh, the mate. idea. So I've looked me, it up. They're filming again soon. They're looking for extras. Yeah. Let's oh, get in. Yes. 
They're running out of ideas too, you know. Like uh, obviously, don't next dress- week on aircraft disaster, Icarus. <laughs> 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 Did he fly too close to the sun? <laughs> the Wright brothers. <laughs> Why would you hold the wing of your own aircraft? <laughs> so let me do it as an aircraft crash investigation, if you will. Oh, yes. please. It was March 22nd, 2023. <laughs> a beautiful Brisbane morning when Lawrence Mooney got on QF513. Oh, and you're rhyming it. En route to Sydney. He was sitting in business class. Nice. Of course. Of course. Uh, <laughs> I'm a fucking platinum member. Don't fuck around. <laughs> Obviously, you um, didn't get on dress like that. You, I, you've dressed like a kid's flip book. You've got four different... <laughs> you've got businessman head, Essendon yeah. fan, cyclist yeah. shorts. Attach. Attach. Yeah. And uh, horrific sores on my calves. <laughs> um, you've burrowed Fleety's legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought when you smoked ice, you picked your face, not your legs. <laughs> <laughs> It was March the 22nd, 2023, a beautiful Brisbane morning when Lawrence Mooney got on QF513. Little did he know that he was sitting in front of an Italian hitman uh, en route to Sydney to bump somebody. And make no mistake, this guy was a fucking bad dude. And uh, so I... Did you clock him before, like you clocked him when you walked off? No, no I, I clocked him uh, after he started striking me in the head. <laughs> Hold on. Stay tuned. We're going to take a commercial break. We'll be back after this. I reckon this bloke is up to no good. (laughs) (laughs) Got to keep your wits about you. The blows were raining down from behind, so I thought, hmm, somebody's a little bit tetchy. (laughs) So in business, uh, you probably wouldn't know. Um, (laughs) No, it's it's Perth. You've got to go the opposite. It's someone in high-vis smoking inside right now. Right, okay. they're a Qantas Platinum member. If someone does fly FIFO, they let you know within the first 30 seconds of speaking uh, to them. So what do you do? A oh, FIFO. Yeah. All right, back off and take your orange shirt off. Um, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> sorry, everyone. Fortescue medals, yay. <laughs> Woodside Petroleum. <laughs> Fuck renewables. Um, but have, you, have you gone past the Shell? There's a little Shell place on Murray Street, I believe. Shell are going for it all. So they've got, shell, they've got Indigenous artwork on the wall in Shell colours. Nice. And a big oil tanker made of Lego and a rainbow Shell flag. They're like, please, anyone, <laughs> buy the petrol. <laughs> <laughs> We'll beg for all of us. <laughs> they should have a, a, a smashed up, um, <laughs> what's the fucking, te- a, a tell, tell, test? What is the test? <laughs> what is the, what is the battery operated car? Tesla, yeah. They should have a Tesla in there and you come in and you can smash it up with sledgehammers. Come yeah. on. <laughs> Bring the kids along. It's, it's witchcraft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's no good. It's no good. Anyway, uh, so I... In business, uh, you get your little tray table, as you know, in your arm. It's not attached to the seat behind you. So if you recline, you're not upsetting anyone during mealtime. So I eat uh, my lunch. Very fast. I, not, not particularly fast. Uh, enjoy a couple of glasses of Pinot. 
Ooh. and think, uh, all right, it's time for a little nine-eye and uh, hopefully I'll be under 0.05 by the time I drive my car out of valet. <laughs> Which, on route to home. I've said this on air before. You should get a note going, I actually drank these beers in the sky in another state, so yeah. you can't fucking get me here. I was maggot in Perth. I Don't... think something about the pressurised cabin actually neutralises all alcohol because I have come off planes after... Well, where the fuck are you going? <laughs> um... <laughs> he must be a roadie. He really did some good yeah. creeping and I think I saw his ass crack too, so... <laughs> He was anyway, like, like Hawkeye approaching a chopper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so go on. I don't, clearly, Heggy uses a lot of moisturiser, but occasionally says something that reminds me, fuck, he is old. <laughs> <laughs> I blame Hawkeye for my alcoholism, because... Um, <laughs> You've got to blame something. I, uh, Wouldn't be you. I watched MASH for like 11 years and, you know, when he, he always drinking martinis from the still with Trapper or, you know, BJ and uh, terrible name for a bloke. Um, <laughs> it's more like a question. BJ Honeycutt? BJ Honeycutt. <laughs> and I thought when I get old enough, I'm going to drink martinis and fuck, I have. And <laughs> I sure have. Anyway, so... Um, the steward comes along and clears my table. I pack it away. I recline the seat and just oh, no. the guy goes, oh, fucking no, no, what are you fucking doing? Oh, no, you owe me drinks. Bang. And I'm like, what the fuck? Bang, like, oh, recline the seat. He goes, oh, me drinks are all over me. He was such a fat fuck. Yeah. <laughs> That he had that, more than one drink. That he had more than one drink, but his, his table couldn't be close to him. It was up against the back of my seat. Ah. And so I've upset the whole thing. So my next thought is get up and punch this cunt straight in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Two wrongs do make a right. <laughs> but I've evolved as a person. <laughs> And I reserve my right to grow <laughs> emotionally. And uh, I've been told in therapy that you can't control the first thought, but you can control the second thought. The first thought drops in. You've, you're an adult. You can say, no, I don't want to behave like that. So the second thought was if you stand up and punch him, everyone in the aisle for the rest of the plane will just go, oh, the moon man's pissed and he's yep. assaulting someone. <laughs> <laughs> So Cameras I coming took the adult step of going, ding. Steward comes down, Mr. Mooney, can I help you? I said, guy behind me just punched me in the head. He goes, Dobber, dobbed on him. Do I, yeah. <laughs> dobbed on him. Yeah. That's what, that's what Good the Good work, society, therapy. Yeah. <laughs> Making dobbers. another fucking dobber. A yeah. nation of dobbers. Well, that's Turning what heroes into I would have fucking happily stood up and glassed the cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go ask my brother or glass a stranger. <laughs> and in fucking first class, it's glass. I got a, and metal cutlery. I was armed, actually. No, the tray had gone, so I was on my own. Um, <laughs> so he goes to the guy behind me. He's like, oh, you know, he's reclining. He's like, yeah, you can't, you can't 
hit other passengers. Um, you can't, just can't do that. And then he comes back to me, he goes, he was very frustrated. I said, I could tell he was frustrated. He goes, very frustrated. Um, <laughs> I said, I am allowed to recline my seat, aren't I? He goes, yes, you are. Do you, would you like to take this further? I said, no, I wouldn't. So I'm a dobber, but I don't fucking call the cops. Yeah. All right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't want the fucking cops involved. Um, ever. Because eventually they'll fucking go through your bag as oh. well. But <laughs> we invite the cops around. It's like, oh yeah, what happened to you? Oh fuck, what, what are you doing with plants in the back garden? So don't call the cops. They By the way, I'd like to think your second thought here after he called you a dobber was there's a lot of people here thinking Mooney's pissed and he's just punched Teggy. <laughs> <laughs> Stitch that up, cunt. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> I thought, um, when the plane lands, don't let it escalate. Don't go, what the fuck are you doing? Just, I stood up, I've got the recording on my phone, actually. So oh. I thought, record the interaction. Shall I p- try and play it? Yeah, give yeah. it a go. Um, so I thought, record the interaction so it doesn't get out of hand. And so my intention was, I'm going to stand up, I'm going to turn around and say, I'm... So, so sorry for what I did to you. I hope you're okay. <laughs> oh, no. I, I've got a feeling Mooney forgot his script. Uh, <laughs> because it's all about taking the high ground, right? <laughs> and when you disarm someone with being an apologist or a, a, being apologetic, rather, and you take low status, they can't go, yeah, I have... You go, oh, they no, fucking can. Right. Kill they them can. with kindness. Yeah. They can still go you. Sniff the weakness and get you harder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smell the fear, but of course it's fake fear. Yeah. So oh, I'm, yeah. I'm luring him in. <laughs> <laughs> it's for a honey trap. For a headbutt. Yeah. It's a honey trap for a fuckwit. People listening. Mind you, I, let I, me just say, I've started a lot of fights in my time uh, and I have finished none of them. Um, <laughs> the other person tends to finish the fight. I don't mind starting it. I've been bashed so badly. <laughs> but I've been blessed with a fucking rock-hard skull. Yeah. And in the end, the person's still surprised. They're like, fuck, are you, are you right, mate? It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Um, oh, hold on, here we go. Let's go back a bit. Other way. I reckon. Sorry, I filled the drink, mate. You went back, mate. Stop the train. Still off the drink. Yeah, I understand. I'm sorry, sorry. I did it. I was, I've got a short talk to you. I was tripping you with that white from the other head. That's yeah. all. I was trying to talk to you, and that's why I tapped you on the top of your head. Um, <laughs> and now, having stood up and made eye contact with him, and then just kind of clocked him, he had a uh, a black polo on that was a bit of a knit. He was definitely a man of Italian descent, heavy gauge gold chain. I was like, oh, you've done time. Um, <laughs> And uh, a pair of trousers uh, that were kind of, uh, they're like a tracksuit that's made to look like pants and they're <laughs> tied at the top and he's a big fucking fat man and uh, his hair's greased back 
and I'm a fan of The Sopranos and I just thought to myself, <laughs> Bobby Bacala. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're a fucking, you're stressed because you're about to go and fucking pop someone yeah. and you're preparing, it, you're, this is my fucking meal. And, uh, can, you so, not, can you not mention new TV shows in front of Heggy? He's not... <laughs> <laughs> He's only just seen Mash. Okay. <laughs> uh, Who's this soprano? Godfather, Godfather one, <laughs> yeah. Luca Brazzi. Okay. Um, so I get off the plane and uh, go down to collect my bag. He goes outside and I'm watching him through the glass and he just kind of like smokes a cigarette in one puff. Fuck yeah. Puts it out. <laughs> Big lungs. Lights out another one. Yeah, the man's under pressure. And I've done nothing to abrogate that pressure on yeah. his behalf. Was the hit a crow peck or like a slap? Like a close fist? Bang, bang. Oh, okay. Oh. Excellent. Yeah. Do you reckon he kissed the ring before he did it? No. It's, <laughs> Is that a, he was treating me like his Guma's ass. <laughs> 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 I had the indignity, though, of wearing a baseball cap and it kind of oh, like being no. halfway down like that. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like Ernest goes to camp, yeah. <laughs> Mr Mooney got off QF513 and the pair never spoke again. <laughs> yeah. I'm to go and prepare for my show. Yeah, I did too, actually. Hey, by the way, uh, Dolores O'Riordan, very sad story, isn't it? 46 yes. oh, years of age. Yeah, Linger. Uh, I like your take on linger because never has that word been used in reference to anything else. Mm -hmm. But, of course, uh, growing up with that song, it was, um, do you have to, do you have to, do you have to smell your fingers? That's what we <laughs> would okay, say. Yeah, yeah. Smell your finger was a Mel Meninga thing. Yeah. Where I'm from. Smell yeah. your finger, yeah. Okay. You'd do a bit of that to your mate. Um, <laughs> just, just being out of the car park. Only fire. <laughs> Only fucking but every, once. But everybody's done it, even in bed you sometimes go, yeah. <laughs> I think because you have thick skull, you're kind of obligated to do shit like that just to test how thick the skull is. <laughs> I'm not fucking copping a finger in my nose. <laughs> I also don't like that we've treated the Perth crowd like international waters. Like, no, we'll just do whatever here. <laughs> oh, you're um, recording this, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've all got a boot off. Thank you so much oh, for coming, everyone. That's Cheers. the end of my podcast. One more time for Luke Hegging and for Nick Cody. Thank Thanks you, very much, Pat. We'll, we'll see you outside. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. 